Assalamualaikum ji. Welcome back to an episode of Kya Kya Kazi. My guest today was Asteria. Asteria is a singer, songwriter, music producer, guitarist, drummer, bassist, pianist. We get to speaking about the possibility that she might be a musical prodigy about growing up with resentment to Pakistan, to Karachi, but going abroad realizing that the resentment really was anchored deep within her own traumas about shattering conventions, about communicating through music and not necessarily through the language in which the lyrics are and about rediscovering home enjoy Three, two, one. asteria how you doing i am doing great i love the space that you have created <laughs> what you gonna start off with a compliment why not <laughs> why do you look so shocked what have you pressure. been through pause other pressure anyways uh how was you said you were coming uh over from an iftar yeah how was that it was fine yeah. it was chill like a uh, kind of more like obligation like i had to oh, go fair. there to show face and then fair enough family kind of thing bit of work kind of thing oh bit of work okay all right fair enough uh so uh we will obviously not at all talk about the fact that we have coordinated uh outfits <laughs> you're white i'm black this will not be uh, spoken about at all yin and yang yin and yang we were talking about what the right age to start music is hmm. what do you think the right age to start music is my simple answer is none none absolutely none when did you start i started when i was 15 that at 15 you started at were you good at 15 i got okay so cuz i was so into it i got pretty good pretty quickly because mm-hmm. i was so like obsessively like something just drew me so obsessively into it and like i felt like it came to me so naturally that i got pretty good pretty fast so like okay. in a few months i was like playing like you know all these like difficult guitar solos guitar, and okay, stuff yeah, yeah. so yeah started off with guitar so i mm-hmm. feel like it came to me really easily like mm-hmm. you know almost like when you're meant to do something it's like okay the universe <laughs> is like yeah jao <laughs> jao go go ahead this go is going to be easy for you do you think theek hai fair enough um but being good is one thing right sounding good is one thing hmm. when did you decide or when did it occur to you ki yaar ye kaam jo hai i could just do this with my life hmm. because you this is much later now we're not going to discuss your age yeah. um but this is quite a bit later yeah than 15 mm-hmm. and you are now pursuing this full time um there's some you know there's some music on the way there's some music out there already mm-hmm. you know you're making waves alhamdulillah so how did you when did it occur to you ki yaar ye this could be done in a place like pakistan <laughs> in a place okay so there two questions you've asked me then i'm oh, going to take them as two separate let ones let me add one more uh, from the family that you're coming from <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay so I'll break this down still two questions. Yeah, yeah, okay, Number okay. one which is when did you decide to do this and then when did you decide to do this in Pakistan? Huh. Okay, so when did I decide to do this? I was saying this to you kind of like before we started the podcast and that was okay. It was this really really weird moment for me where I watched this video of Jimmy Page playing guitar online and something just clicked intuitively and I was like mujhe yahi karna hai. At that very very moment before it started before it started playing i was like mujhe yahi karna before you started playing <laughs> yeah, yeah. was jimmy page playing in front of a crowd he was playing in front of a crowd so the whole scene is what you were like ooh yeah there was just something like this aura exuding from it like he seemed so happy he seemed so he seemed like he transcended like he seemed like he was no longer a human being and i was just mm. like i want to reach that emotional state like you know 
and it looks like he's just having the time of the, his life and he gets through that every single day this is what he bleeds for this is what he lives for so i was just like yaar yahi karna hai and i was just like don't question it mm. and i don't even think i realized how significant that thought was until many years later because you know there have been ideas or things in my life which have started and i'm like yeah 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 i'll do this for a long time but it doesn't stick but luckily that one stuck so that made me really happy and you you so the thought was you want to do it for as long as you can i was just like i didn't think that far like you know oh i'll do this for the next 20 30 years i was just like mai yahi karungi forever this just, is my this thing is this is this my is thing it. forever okay good yeah good. that's that's powerful that yeah. is you know because um there was no concept of a how there was just a why exactly yahi karna bas hota rahega jis bhi tarike se i was just like why can't i <laughs> sure why can't you yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. and um that's why when you said coming from like a pakistani family who you know most as i was saying to you most of the people in my family have worked very traditional jobs like you know lawyer um working in business even like you know uh, generations above lawyers that kind of thing like you know very conventional jobs i'm just like koi baat nahi main kar lungi so it was <laughs> like, yeah, yeah yeah i was like cool maan lenge yeah. so it was it was a funny moment for me but then you asked me another question which is when did you decide to do this in pakistan sure and the answer was about 6 months ago yeah well that's very recent really huh? recent yeah. so i've actually my you know i've been online and like you know putting myself out there as asteria for a year okay. it's been one year okay and i had this idea ki you know yaar shayad pakistan mein nahi ho sakta the genre i'm doing the kind of experiences i want to have maybe i'll have them abroad I actually went abroad and i was in a band for in the uk for three years for three years yeah throughout my university life okay wait wait <laughs> <laughs> I am I am I'm here okay so where did you, you you did O levels yeah O levels A levels Pakistan kahan kahan se kiya O levels A levels yeah KGS all <laughs> oh, right <laughs> I, I could have told you that yeah. uh and then you went abroad where did you go abroad to study London King's College London so are you are you a smart person King's College is a really good school I mean if that's how you want to measure it <laughs> sure <laughs> it is what do you mean measure it dude everyone doesn't get into King's College oh you be you be bad there what did you go to school for I for did physics. Yeah, whatever it is. Physics. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I did physics. Ah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. That that's very difficult. Yeah, it is. What made you so if you had decided at 15 that you were going to do music, what made you do physics? I also loved physics. Right. Like um I just found, you know, the way that for example, quantum mechanics. It's like such a beautiful subject. It literally tells you how reality is not as it seems on the surface sure and that excited me so much i'm like you know this boring ass 3d world we live in sure. where we think it, there's like a cause and effect none of that's true and mm-hmm. it's like you know you go to this quantum level and you find out these crazy things which sound like they're made up from some crazy person's head and it's like okay no this is reality Quant- and that just electrified me quantum so quantum like, determinism is what you're talking about that's yeah. very cool very interesting okay and so throughout so you were doing physics in the morning and then you were playing in a band yeah in the evenings yeah pretty much how and how was that experience you said it was good um but if i'm honest mm-hmm. something wasn't clicking while i was there like 
it just I can't explain why it didn't work out. You know, I was doing the physics. I was learning the things that I thought I'd wanted to learn for so long. I was yeah. playing with the bandmates who were exactly how I'd visualized in my head. Okay. But like something felt like it was missing. And then it was like, you know, there was something deep inside which I didn't have a name for. And it was not being fulfilled. I still felt a little bit empty. It was so How weird. far back was this? Now, this feeling you had first time. So, when I... kind of went to uni i was mm-hmm. like okay you know this is it this is the start of this the is life the, yeah this is the life dude this is the this, life this yeah. is the life this is what i worked for yeah and then um the things in my head that i'd like materialized like the kind of friends i wanted the kind of bandmates i wanted the kind of thing i wanted to be studying the kind of life i wanted to be living i was living it mm-hmm. but it just wasn't feeling right it was i can't explain it it was like you know like an over identification with what was there on the external mm-hmm. like i was like okay i like all these things but there there was nothing inside me there was no like grounding there was no like it was like i liked the idea of these things i liked how they looked on the outside but under kya hai you know what i mean very interesting sure yeah. sure sure and at at not a very old age you yeah. were thinking about all this mm-hmm. um were you always were you always intuitive like that did you always overthink oh not overthink but Did you always think on a deeper level like this at a younger age? I think yeah, it did come naturally to me. For a long time, I repressed it because I'm like, yar, ye kya bakwas? Ye to bakwas hai. Yeah, ye kya bakwas? Zindagi, zindagi nahi jiungi hai main. Am I an old person? Sure. Yeah, yeah. And sure, I was sure. like, ye kya bakwas hai? The world doesn't work like this. You know, okay. like this is not how it works. Like it, this doesn't make sense because you know from that scientific brain, I was just like, where is the logic in this? So yeah. I shut that part of myself. Okay. But then, basically, 2020, like everyone who was. in that uh, you know at that era i had to come back because of covid and okay. things in my band weren't working out that well you know like what were you what position were you playing lead guitarist spoken like a true person who has no idea of bands <laughs> position kaun si khel rahi thi aap main forward striker khel rahi thi main ha um so yeah lead guitarist and then uh, lead guitarist also gets to have a mic and play do some vocals huh? i did backing vocals but You know, I've kind of got this feeling like I'm just the guitarist in the band, and you know, I would write the songs, and I was happy about that. Like you know, the most of the song structures came from me, and like a lot of the lyrics and stuff came from me. But I had never tried singing then. Why? Because I once again I was just like, "Mujhe guitarist banna, mujhe wo Jimmy Page style banna." You know, hmm. it was like an own like a little block in my head. Then. Sure, okay. I was like, okay. you know, I wasn't interested in it. Sure, okay, okay. I was like, yeah, cool. You know, I like the guitar. I'm I'm cool with the guitar. There, there was no. They weren't stopping you, the band. I mean, they weren't stopping me, but after a certain point, I think towards the end, egos got in play. Like hmm. you know, someone. Yes, are Pakistani? They? No, Gore. Are? How are you talking about here? Yeah, Gore. Gore, you don't have any problems. गोरो को थोड़ी होते सिर्फ पाकिस्तानियों को होते नहीं 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 And then what? And then we're like, I was like, okay, I'll come back in a few months. I'll find a way. And that was the plan. I was like, I'll come back. I'll do this. I'll get back to you guys. And they were even like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I remember there was one day where we were, because we weren't there physically. We couldn't play shows. We didn't couldn't create music together. I was like, you know, let's keep an active social media presence and stuff. But then 
I remember one day, I remember the final straw, where I asked one of my bandmates, I was like, yeah, send me this video part, I'll edit it, I'll do whatever, just send it to me. And the guy, one and a half months later, I messaged him, I'm like, yo, you never send me that video. And he's like, I am busy, I am with my grandparents in the countryside. And I'm just like, yeah, how are you going to be... Um, like, how are you saying that you love this full time and this is what you're doing? Now, if if he sees this, I'm really sorry, but like, I had to be honest. No, 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 we're not Batamizi. We're not being mean. Yeah. We're it's just the truth. No? It's the truth. Huh. And at that point, I was like, I'm done with these guys. Okay. And then I was just like, you know, I had also had that feeling that, you know, just being a guitarist, maybe it's not enough for me. Okay. And then I'd started listening to like Tame Impala and you know how his model works. So he's, I don't. <laughs> okay. The whole of Tame Impala is one guy. Okay. And he writes it, produces it, records it. I think he mixes it as well himself. You know, that's happening more and more now. Yeah. You know, that, that's ridiculous. Productions just become this thing and people may, like you come about and they can just do all of it. You know? Um, and it's ridiculous. It really is maddening these were a lot of different jobs there were yeah. specializations mm-hmm. all of them uh, sorry you, you got into Tame Impala and yeah I yeah, know like you go on but it's fine <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I'm just thinking it's crazy yeah, yeah. so um, I was like you know what if I tried to do something like that where I became the whole deal then no one can come in and tell me that their grandparents they're with their grandparents so they can't in do goddamn countryside yeah in the goddamn <laughs> fucking countryside <laughs> I'm like let me do this the countryside yeah. yeah so I was like let me just do this all myself and by the way at that point I'd never sung properly okay I, I did not I'd never opened like a like I'd never produced anything I'd never opened a door mm. digital audio workspace no no producing in my life. sweet nothing nothing okay and I was just like that's that's a powerful attitude to have, I think. Yeah. I think, um, how old were you when you decided this? I was, was I 22? Yeah, 21, 22. Okay. 21. Okay. I think, I think so, so, you know, someone who maybe is, isn't as optimistic as me would say something like, yeah, maybe you're being brash hmm. or brazen, you hmm. know, or a little arrogant, let's just say. But I really think that's the way to go about things that you're going to pursue full time. Yeah. Yeah. People You know? So sure, sure. And, and so you decide you're like bus and then now maybe I'll also start singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What comes first? The singing or my produce bhi karungi? I okay, so I didn't have any of like the tools done left to produce so I was like kind of went on this little mission to prepare everything I was like okay then so I started taking vocal lessons and then at the same time I started looking up like you know what so it all went like kind of side by side so I was like okay you know what's the bare minimum I could do it with could I do it in my room I don't have a lot of money like that I want to put in on this you know because I'm just not willing to like you know build a massive studio and soundproof the whole thing it doesn't make sense it feels like it's self-indulgent you know sure so I was just like you know the how do I get these? So um, I was like, okay, I can get like a little interface. Mm-hmm. I can I bought myself a mic. I yeah. was really, really lucky. My like four or five of my closest friends on my birthday, they pitched together and they bought me studio monitors. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So studio monitors are like uh, speakers. Yeah, yeah. Speakers. Yeah. So then I got, so piece by piece, the whole thing came What together. mic did you get first? I got a Rode NT1A condenser. Huh? Very basic, huh? 
Yeah, I yeah. still use that. <laughs> still do? Yeah. Okay, wait. So who, who are you getting lessons from? Can you, Singing? Are you, uh, are you allowed to say? Yeah, yeah. His name is Abdullah Harun. Amazing guy. Abdullah Harun? Yeah. I feel like I've heard that name. Yeah, yeah. He's is, just... Is he famous? Um, I mean, I think he's well known for what he does, but I don't think he's... He's not famous. Okay. Yeah. Abdullah Harun, uh, okay, I, I, I want, <laughs> now I want to learn how to sing. Dude, he's so chill, by the way. Yeah. Like, he's an incredible teacher. He's so patient. He'll teach you any style that you like. So, yeah. he's not like, you know, one of those ustads who's like, you have to do this, have this way. He's like, nah. Uh, harmonium wala. Harmonium lata. Lata? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that's so cool. But it's like, if you want to go down the eastern route, he'll take you down there. If you want to go down a different route, he'll he'll be like, yeah, sure, we'll figure this out together. Yeah. So he's really. And he comes over to your place. Yeah, or you can go over to his okay. whatever. So you go, you come back from King's College. <laughs> You've studied your whole life at KGS. You come back from King's College, all these prestigious institutes. KGS ko jo bhi bolo prestigious to hai na. And so your family's like, okay, she's doing well. <laughs> you come back, you're like, मुझे एक उस्ताद लगा के दो और मैं स्टूडियो बना रही हूँ अपने कमरे में. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> That's pretty much. So, how did they react? So, I kind of like, I, I've gotten very good over the years at easing them into it. Okay. So I was like, you know, yeah, I'm doing this thing and like, you know, I'll do a job but I'm also doing this thing on the side and eventually I'll be like, yeah, job say, I don't really like my job anymore. So, <clears throat> you know, I might just do this full time for a little while and then I'll be like, okay, and then this is happening and then, okay, that happened and then eventually it's like, they're just slowly being pushed. Yeah. It's like slow pushes. Well, I think, I think, Alhamdulillah, for the privilege to be able to do that and you Absolutely, know, to yeah. push it and also for them, Akhir mein to accept kiya no. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, much gratitude to them, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you build your studio together piece by piece. Mm-hmm. What happens then? What happens then? Then, in essence, I, so started, you know, working on the songs and learning how to mix and stuff. Just did it off what YouTube. Were you gonna, what were you going to sing about? Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd been writing songs since I've been like 16. What? Yeah. <laughs> Ek, so you were also writing songs for the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What, uh, what is the general subject matter of the songs? Whatever feels right, you know? No set thing. Like if I want to sing about love, I'll sing about love. If I want to sing about sadness, I'll sing about sadness. Just whatever comes to me in that moment. Like okay. there's no fixed ke ye hone wala. It's okay. about... It's just about having, as long as there's a strong emotion that is being channeled, I know I'm on the right path. Then nothing is off limits. It can be anything. Interesting. Anger? Do you play with that? Yeah. I, play, I used to play with it a lot more when I was angrier, when I was younger. Okay. But um, I'm much less angry now. Are you? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you won't really hear me like writing a diss track or something. Okay, whatever. <laughs> don't feel the need to. It's fine, whatever. I don't know. But I'm not upset. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would have. Ekato. Yeah. Uh, but no, good. Very powerful. What is your writing process like? Oh, this is interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because it's not like, um, it's never like I sit down and I write and things come out. It had been that way, but I felt like the things that came out then were forced. Okay. Okay. So, um, past six months, on, I never answered your question, Kira, how I decided to do things in Pakistan. But we'll get there at no, some dude, point. At some <laughs> point. We'll get, if we do, we do. If we don't, we miss it. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, then it's just a mystery. Until you come on next time, inshallah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but uh, what was your question again? My question was, what is your writing process? Like? Oh, yes. Okay. So, do you know about the flow state? Sure. Okay. So, starting October, I remember I had a jam with somebody. Okay. And, you know, before that, I, 
kind of felt like I couldn't jam. I felt like, you know, the music wasn't flowing to me. I felt like I'd have to think really, really hard about what I would have to play next. I felt like I was stuck. Then in that jam, this person's like to me, you know what? Don't care about how good it sounds. Don't care about how bad it sounds. Stop thinking and just play. Even if one note comes out, come out. Let it come out. And at first I was like, what's happening? What's happening? And then I found when I was playing these two, three notes, these really, really vivid memories of mine were re- recalled. Oh my goodness. Yeah, like I went into this trance-like state where I started while playing the music, like processing some of this really difficult difficult event in my life where that I thought I had gotten over. And I was, I'd forgotten what I was playing, but my hands were still moving. And then I was just creating music and at the same time processing this trauma or oh this experience. And then from that day onwards, I was like, and then by the way, after that, when I heard back what I was playing, it was like a lot better than what I usually played. So then I was just like, you know what? This is the way. Hmm. So now kind of been learning or more like not learning, but allowing myself to be in that state again, where I let go, I sink into the emotion or I kind of look at it as channeling. So it's like I sit here, I become a vessel for some kind of message to pass through me. I let go, come into this beautiful trance-like space, which is like blissful. And I'm just like, okay, let the music come. And it comes really rarely. Sometimes it'll come once a month. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it'll come the next day. Sometimes I won't feel that state for ages. Okay. But I'm just like, I've just learned that my best music, it can only be written when I'm there. And it's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's that's super powerful. Yeah. And Patek, yeah, I think there's there's so much there to be said about uh about channeling that state, but the need to engage in some kind of strenuous physical activity. You know, because playing the guitar isn't easy. Hmm. You know, you've done it for so long where you're like say whatever but still so you're fatiguing your body hmm. right and you're going into this rhythm runners high hmm. like you become at home yeah doing something difficult mm-hmm. right and that's why for most people obviously most people are not gifted guitarists right hmm. they, and they don't they've never learned how to play an instrument or what have you but everyone's told to do at least one physical difficult thing in the day yeah maybe go for a run mm-hmm. maybe do some push-ups something of that sort but i th- i really think you one of the paradigms that you're operating on or at least what you're talking about is you have to like for inspiration to come you have to be there physically turning off certain inhibitions you know just yeah. being in the thing absolutely you know because nahi to aap wohi baat hoti hai na carl jung the hamare dost aap ne padha hai kabhi carl jung yeah carl jung dost the Huh, so, you know, so the persona and the shadow, mm-hmm. right? If you're too strong, and most of us are on the persona, this is how it needs to be, too rigid, conventional, inhibited. Um, what ends up happening is you you kind of, wait, you, you can't attain flow like that. Yeah. Because you, you're, you're so hell-bent on controlling everything. Mm-hmm. Every gesture, everything, how do I look, you know, how's my guitar or whatever. Um, you need to let the shadow in. Exactly. You know, you need to let it just balance itself out. Yeah. As as it were. Completely agree. And I feel like in my experience in my life, it's not just... Music is just one... Music was the first thing which I accessed that state from. But it's like 
then it started happening in conversation. Mm-hmm. Then it started happening when I'm sitting there doing nothing. And then I realized it's really not about the music that I'm making. It's about a state of being. It's about a state of, as you said, allowing that ego to be silenced and being able to be vulnerable enough to sit in the moment, mm. accept the energy of everything that is around you mm-hmm. and be willing to let things unfold in a way that you may not expect. Sure. And sure. you know, that's why before this podcast started, I said to you, I really like the fact that you allow things to flow because that's, this is what I saw when you said that, you know, like you didn't have a plan, you didn't have a structure. You were just like, I want things to flow. So yeah, Dekho, one of one of the problems I have with the way we are as a people now, <clears throat> we like everything tucked away neatly, good, bad, yeah. right, wrong, men, women, mm-hmm. what's acceptable, what's unacceptable. I don't think that's how conversations happen. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to think that you have something I should be concerned about, you know, whether I offend you or not. And you should likewise um, extend that courtesy to me. Having said that, if I am only and overly concerned about what's the point of this and you know what are we doing here, then that's not a conversation. Yeah. And I think we've 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 lost the ability to have a conversation. I completely agree. I sincerely feel this. And that's why I started the podcast and that's why I am adamant uh, about doing it this way. This mm. is not the smart way to do it. Mm. This is not the way to do it to get the most views or any of those things, unfortunately, mm. right? You want to have a you want to have a catchy title, you want to have a uh, you know some some scandalous uh, new something romanticized something, you know? You want to have uh, um, I don't even make some I don't even make wojote in topics. Hmm. I don't do any of th- even after the fact I'm like no I mean if you want to listen to me talk to Asteria then just click and then talk let just hear us talk and you know all the quirkiness all the idiosyncrasies will come out yeah. because we're two people mm-hmm. talking you yeah. know she's not just a musician and I'm jo- not just a person doing the podcast I mean it's all sorts of things that are happening no I completely agree bas yaar main bahut agreeable insaan hu bas dekh aap alarm karega anyhow anyhow so you access this flow state right um and and now you look for it even when writing even what what do you mean like writing music ha uh-huh, writing music yeah. so so now you look for it now i understand it's the only way only <laughs> with acha to fir consistency kaise aayegi gaano mein nahi hai i mean how do i say it then that part i that part i'm just like you know i leave this to the universe i'm like i trust it'll happen again okay i trust and i also at the same time understanding the kind of mechanics that need to come into place to make it happen sure okay yeah so taking some control of it yeah yeah okay but not just a little bit just a little bit just, a little just bit. enough to nudge yourself in that direction yeah yeah how but the problem with that is now if you're going to do this full time you need to be making money off this mm-hmm. how then are you planning on making money off it so okay i don't think these things are in contradiction with one another okay so let me just again rephrase my question if you're inconsistent hmm. right and you consistently need money mm-hmm. and this is the way you're going to get money yeah. right so you need to be doing it consistently to mm-hmm. get money right that's what i was suggesting like yeah, no, no, no. there's no contradiction yeah huh. so D- me, okay so this me, is so okay <laughs> i love G- how we're like yes G- <laughs> this is my okay so i feel like when because when i am creating and i've witnessed this when i create something 50 pieces in one month from using this 
persona, ego yeah. brain, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yeah. They'll be good. They'll be nice. Yeah. But if you see, but when I create that one piece, which has been created from accessing that state, mm-hmm. I can see it's on a different level. Fair. It's on a different level. And then it becomes quality is the quality is just so supreme. I mean, relatively speaking, that it's like, okay, I trust that this one piece is going to get me way further than those 50 pieces. Fair. Okay. And then, of course, you know, being a musician is not just about like, you know, how many songs you're putting out. It's like, you know, on like you have a social media presence, you're being, you're doing shows, you're talking to people. So then you kind of extend that flow process not just to writing songs and, you know, basing everything of making songs, but at least what I found so far mm-hmm. is that if you extend that to, you know, speaking to people, if you extend that towards how you approach your social media, if you extend that to just general ideas, you, it all comes together and you do end up being consistent. It's okay. just your ideas come from a place of inspiration rather than from a place of, um, necessity necessity and lack and then what comes out is authentic and then sure. you're excited and then it's like perpetual mania <laughs> sure per- <laughs> perpetual mania sure uh, what's it called but so do you think it's is it difficult to make uh, money as a musician in Pakistan um, yes and no okay. so we were kind of having this conversation yeah, yeah. off as well I feel like hold on I'm getting a cigarette uh, please yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, please, please remember how you're supposed to smoke it. Don't worry, I uh, was uh, just uh, thinking uh, that. The, uh, no other form of holding the cigarette will be accepted. I am sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> you will be asked repeatedly. Okay. ASMR kar do usko jo hai na bilkul unpack hi wahan pe karo mic ke samne just right now oh. <laughs> I hope you heard that cigarette been taken out of the box acha aise aise to nahi kar rahe the aap aise so funny dude you have to you must i'm sorry yeah ha uh, requirement <laughs> I was oh. Buying the oh okay all right all right it's getting a uh, bit primitive and uh, i guess i guess Achha, so iska kya scene hota hai? I don't want this to turn into an advertisement for Dunhill Switch, but iska kya scene hota hai? so there's a mint thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to like click it. Yeah, you click it. I, I don't know the right way to do it. I don't know if you're meant to do it with your like finger. I just cut it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Matlab, and, uh, no, we're not saying you should smoke. And this is being recorded after iftar. For anyone who wants to police us. Khair, aap police karo, aapki marzi hai. Haan, aap, aap kya bol rahi thi? Wait, what were you talking about now? Making money via music. Making money, yeah. Okay. So, this is kind of my outlook on the music industry and one of the reasons why, I guess as a teenager at that point, may have been thinking small at the time where I felt like things weren't possible, was I feel like our music industry had kind of deteriorated. So on one hand, that meant that the stuff that was coming out, it felt predictable and stuff, but what was happening at the same time was there was this great longing that was created in people's hearts. Sure. So people would turn to the West for their music or, you know, they would just go back and they'd listen to like the first three seasons of Coke Suri's sure. or they'd go back to the music from like 90s and the 2000s and they'd be like, you know, that was the time. Yeah. But that longing was created. So I f- and I feel like now with the new artists on the scene, what's happening is people are coming up who are 
fulfilling that longing that's in people's hearts. Sure. You know, like um, Hassan Rahim and stuff. You know, he's very different from the people who have been on before or sure. so many other yeah. examples. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not like anyone else. Yeah. He's not like he anyone was, else. There are a lot of people who are coming on who are trying to be like him. Yeah. But he is himself and I really respect that about him. Yeah, Deko, even the people trying to be like him, na, I think if you see excellence, imitate it till you find your own voice. For I sure. Do, I don't see anything wrong with it, mm. but they need to understand... This is everything. I mean, I appreciate <laughs> you doing this so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you. So, uh, what's it called? Uh, but, so they should not be admonished at all. Ki yaar, aap Hasan Rahim copy kyu ban rahe? Banu copy yaar. Hmm. Jab tak aapko apni awaz mil jai. But please understand, you will nev- never be a better Hasan Rahim than Hasan Rahim. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, as long as you're doing it till you find your own voice, do it, man. Go hmm. ham. Yeah. Go ham. Imp- try to impress the guy. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe he'll be like, oh yeah, cool. That's yeah, really nice. you know this guy I mean? sounds like more like me than I do. Than I do, right? Yeah. And, and, and that, ha- that that's happened with some people. Um, but yeah, so so they shouldn't be admonished for that. But ha, Bolwiti, there was this great longing and then people like Hasan Rahim came along and they're just like... Yeah. And then people flocked to that guy like crazy. Like, you know... Mashallah, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful to witness. Yeah. Like, you know, like I feel like people have not loved a musician like him for so long, you know, in Pakistan. Sure. Like it's been ages since like someone that, you know, like a presence like that, at least maybe from what I've experienced or what I've seen. It's him. It's the young stunners. Hmm. It's it's these guys. Yeah. Young stunners, of course. And and then, and then the resurgence of Farah Shafi. Yeah. That's been very interesting. Yeah. 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 Not obviously not just Hassan, but like, you know, as an example. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. No one's going to get upset with you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she didn't say young stunners. <laughs> she didn't say young stunners. Because young, young stunners got a lot of difference. Maybe, maybe. You never know. They, they might take a look at this and cry. Oh, oh, oh. It's not going what's it called? But yeah. No, fair. Fair, fair, fair. Um, and then I feel like just because there was so much, became so much demand for him, in a non-existent industry, people started, you know, he started getting these wonderful opportunities. Yeah. And then, you know, the peop- there there are people who are putting on amazing events who are similar, like Hassan, as in they put on events and they have new perspective, new vision. And those elements kind of come together. So sure. it's like, you know, there's a newness that people are longing for. And if you are putting out that new sound, you can get a lot of opportunity and a lot done through that. Yes, I also think it's refreshing when uh, I see that you guys are on each other's side. I think that's super important. Yeah. I think purane zamane mein matlab aisa hota tha ki everyone was there was an antagonistic relationship. Everyone yeah, was just sure. you know everyone was at each other's throats, you know, just someone's trying to snipe the artist, someone's trying to snipe the event producer sare paise aate waslam ko milenge because you know there's no one bigger than aate waslam ya aap da parveen ji ya rahat fateh khan sahab which is all good yeah. which is all good but you know i th- i see that this new um what's the word new generation of musicians you're and by generation i don't necessarily mean an age thing yeah, you yeah, know yeah. some some are older than others some are younger um but you guys are all just on each other's side yeah and, and that's super important that's everything you know yeah i that's something i actually thought about deeply and i really love it that everyone at least most people i can't actually name anyone who's not yeah uh-huh. and it's so beautiful because i remember i've heard stories about you know in the early 2000s some guy he's like you know that like a band comes on they see the opener is really good they that band goes and is like you know let's 
goes to the sound guy and is like, let's fuck this guy's audio. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. now it's just like everyone is like, let me help you out. And yeah. Let me, you know, yo, I put your name in here and yeah. I got you through here. And it's just, it makes me really happy. Dude, that's it's like it. That's abundance. everything, you know, that's, that's literally everything. Um, and if you're, if you, if you're going to make it, if this industry is going to make it, it's going to make it like that. Yeah. There's just no other way because the other uh, method has been tried a few times. Mm-hmm. You know, the Pakistani music industry has like died and come back to life a few times. Yeah. It's been one or two times. I mean, I'm so big that You know? You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's a beautiful thing, I think. But again, how's that journey been now coming from a traditional background where your family is like, okay, you know, just, they at least want you to support yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And you, uh, you, you did speak about, you know, pushing it slow, steady, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now that they hear your stuff, because some of it is proper good. Thank you. Um, also, we, we must talk about how you do all of it yourself still. No, you don't send it to anyone. No one mixes and masters it. No one does anything. So master, sometimes I send off. But apart from that, start to finish me. Start to finish you? Yeah. What's, Mas- what's the reason? Um, so I'll be honest. Uh-huh. Saving money. <laughs> oh, fair. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, saving money and just like, I like doing it myself. I like being able to put in the kind of detail which maybe I can't explain to someone else. Fair. Yeah, like I, I remember when I was in my old band, we had our stuff mixed like by two, three people and they never got it right. Okay. And I was just like, yeah. And like, you know, I was like, how can I explain to this guy that at second 26, put this one sound effect and that will bring it to life. Everyone's looking at me. It's like, yeah, she's wasting our time. But I'm like, that attention to detail, I feel like is the love you need to give something. I also think that, exactly. I also think that that, uh, that is the difference between something that is good and something that is great. Yeah. Right. Because you don't know what's going to hit how. Hmm. I was recently having this conversation with an editor He's just a friend and so we're having a conversation and he's like, I'm already editing video from And I was telling him that you should probably, you know, tweak the grade of this thing a little more. And he's like, I was like, dude, but this is your work, man. You know, yeah. you put this out, you, you, this is the difference between 100,000 views and 500,000 views and that is unfortunately the metric by which you will judge your work yeah so so yeah man the devil is in the details and you that's a cliche but you want to be able to put that but that's that so saving money in that yeah being able to give it the treatment that you think it deserves Mm -hmm. but for that how much did you have to learn how much did you have to educate yourself i had to learn how to so i kind of i knew how to play drums like pretty decently when i was 15 and stuff i kind of started learning it in tandem with guitar yeah yeah and then my brother was a bassist. So like I picked up bass like from him. Like, you know. Are you a prodigy? I don't know. I just really love it. No. I don't think I, I'm a that's prodigy. That's not an excuse, dude. I, I, I'm pretty sure. No, it doesn't come that way to everyone. I think you're a prodigy. Okay. If you can pick up two instruments like that just because you love them. Prodi- I, prodigy casino. Okay. I, I don't know how I feel about that. But I, I, I mean, it's a, it's a fact. You don't have to take it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. what it is. And then, okay, here. And so you knew how to do the bass thing, which, yeah, you, which yeah, is yeah. a bass guitar. Yeah. yeah. And then keys I also like kind of knew. So I just put it together. I believe it. If you feel like doing it, you can. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I did feel like doing it for a large portion of my life. I just didn't have the talent for it. What do, you, what do you mean by that? 
at 18 at 17 18 i had a keyboard hmm. it just sat in my room i just couldn't so i okay I, i see what you're saying so i never put in the work that you put in right and so you're saying you need to put in the work yeah and in then essence, yeah so it's like i'm sure if you had a good enough reason or you wanted like like not saying that oh you're lazy because like you know kabhi kabhi something sticks some things don't i am lazy though like oh. you know that's also <laughs> you know so part of people people think uh, being a prodi- prodigious talent or being a prodigy is this you know this abstract thing and it's only about uh it's only about you know what's god given and stuff and it's not something that you can measure yeah L- not being lazy yeah is part of being a prodigy you know it's part of the work not being consistent with your effort at least mm. and picking up those in, 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 initial skills is part of being a prodigy you know yeah i it's, get it's p- part of the intelligence mm-hmm. you know because so people are like uh you know you're either smart or you're not well that's a lie because Absolutely. there's nine dimensions of intelligence nine right we only talk about two we talk about iq which mm-hmm. is your book smarts and all those mm-hmm. things and we talk about eq which is emotional yeah aur emotional ka bhi hame pata nahi hai kaddu ke kya hota hai hum bas bolte hain emotional ye rota zyada hai to eq right so there's seven others really? tactile awareness calisthenic awareness uh spatial awareness aapka uh olfactory awareness you know some people have a heightened sense of um touch or smell all of that is intelligence no yeah i did not know that that's amazing ha to no amazing to but like you might be having you might register higher on some of those do you know what i mean yeah. so so uh similarly being a prodigy has very little to do with actual just you know there was no effort involved mm. put it, the ability to put in effort is a form of intelligence mm. I you know guess. smart smart effort yeah i i agree but then there's also the element and i guess maybe this is a kind of intelligence as well which is how do you make the effort not feel like effort because to me none of these things have felt like effort i think that is the key no yeah i think that is the key i don't know if you can do it for something that you don't feel it mm. like i don't think uh, if you put me in you know i don't know math class mm. i think there's very little you could do to actually make me enjoy it mm. because i just don't like math right yeah. but i think that's the key is to find something that you can put this much work into and not make it seem like work yeah yeah, yeah. like maybe literature for me mm-hmm. or writing for me would be something like that yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely when i'm just like nahi ye to mehnat nahi hai na or this thing alhamdulillah you know there's there's months when i'm recording a lot and mm. i'm editing a lot but they're like you know ye kaise i'm like hum ye kaam to nahi hai na yeah this is fun yeah this is not work yeah or even right now it's like you like what i'm noticing is like you have a really good ability to like you know hold carry and lead conversations into new directions and it's like but you're not that comes to you and that i don't know if that's something you worked on or not but that is that is an intelligence that is a skill within itself i don't know what you're talking about uh, we will not be complimenting <laughs> uh, me at all in this conversation that will not be happening uh, but and, and so anyways uh, so ha huh, so you you knew already had some understanding of drums you were comfortable with the bass keys bhi aapko aati thi yeah 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 to phir kya bacha tha what was it that uh, was the missing piece as it were because you could do all those things so it was singing okay. i mean then i learned that and then learning how to produce because and then i also feel like it was 
perhaps on like you know going back into that emotional level just the feeling that yaar now is the time to do all of this before there were just like skills just sitting in the back of my brain mm-hmm. gathering dust in some corner which i hadn't used but then the time came to like put them all together and you know i was inspired to put them all together so i was just like yaar i want to make a song and the producing part felt like so much fun to me like mm-hmm. you know discovering all these synths discovering this beautiful software and just like learning more about it like it was what i would do in my free time because i enjoyed it like it was like you know sometimes to the point where i would, I would be like yaar i don't feel like i'm doing this too much i'm not taking a break like i'm not just sitting down and watching a show sometimes it would be like i'm not even seeing my friends i'm just sitting and producing this song these are my friends <laughs> <laughs> these are my friends <laughs> these new instruments are my friends yeah pretty much sure so sure, sure, that's sure. how it came together Fair pretty enough. much and what's the first song that you put out under like by yourself Okay so that one's called Dawn. Okay. Dawn as in like D A W and not like Dawn. Matlab yaar kya hi baat hoti agar if you would have got the secret like that and been like first one's called Dawn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like yes. I am in 100% now. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Because I don't know uh it, so you know what the city school Daraksha campus is? Uh I know the city school is I don't uh, know what that campus th- is. So Daraksha campus is a particularly mela version of the normal city school. Acha. Mera O levels wahan se tha. जबरदस्तिंग there is a certain there's a certain weakness associated to burgers hmm. you know like just because if you speak the way you do or even the way i do there is somehow a characteristic weakness yeah like there is pehli baat to a moral flaw ki hum shayad maybe we're not as good people hmm. as good people as um, people who aren't burgers and also there is a weakness i yeah fully like mummy daddy hai kamzor hai you know they can't do anything on their own can't do anything and they have this they have this lack of skill hmm. that was always super interesting to me ki yaar ye but that's that's such a stretch pehli baat just to just to decide ki ek banda is a certain thing yeah isn't itself like i mean come on how does how does that make sense chalo but then to also decide ki you know inherently there is some kind of weakness or immorality yeah. in this person mm-hmm. you know i super I, i just never got that i understand completely and um i remember at one point i was seeing this guy and he said to me you know i'll be very honest with you you know we were having candid conversations about assumptions and stuff he wasn't saying this in a mean way he was just being honest with me he was like to me i made this assumption that because of the way you speak the way you are that you're not an open person that you're someone who won't be open to having conversations with different types of people or interacting with people who are say non burger and that's mm. another assumption that's interesting. really interesting no, yeah not only can do we have to be sindhi and urdu speaking and all we also have to be burger and non burger yeah 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 interesting man against assumptions and judgments you just can't win you can't yeah. you actually can't the other person has to put their guards down yeah yeah there's no i mean there i suppose you could show them that they you you're just like them that mm-hmm. you're a person just like them and you can become cognizant of your privilege but uske alawa aap kya karoge kuch nahi karoge if they've decided mm-hmm. ki you are a certain thing then you're a certain thing kya karoge absolutely kar yeah and like to a certain extent like i guess stereotypes do come from somewhere like you know if someone saying like you know burgers are like this i have met many burgers who are 
stereotypically burger who are but they're just okay so the thing with that is they're just sheltered privileged people yeah wo mele bhi ho sakte the yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. like mm-hmm. they could have they could have spoken anyway like you think people like that don't exist in other parts of so this accent this is a very i want to say urban phenomena mm-hmm. you think there aren't spoiled rich people in rural parts of pakistan yeah yeah, yeah. they don't sound like mm-hmm. this you know but they still have all those characteristics mm-hmm. you know where they not independent they can't do anything without their family's help and so on and so forth yeah so yeah wo log to privilege hai yeah absolutely aur khair aap to mashallah jahan ja rahi thi school aapne aapne to kafi dekhe honge yeah yeah for sure that, that's throwing shade because why not <laughs> i never applied to grammar school i'm pretty sure i would have never gotten in i had one a in my o levels what did you have in your o levels i think like four a stars three a's something like that and your parents must have been disappointed ki yaar ye nahi wo khush the not cut what art is kya hota hai nahi nahi it was like my uh, my brother had gotten like one or two so when i came they were like shukta <laughs> he paved the way for you is like parishan new mai dekh leta hu mashallah yeah, 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 yeah. he had like not good grade so when i was like okay i'm not going to tell them about the people who come with like 10a stars yeah. 10a like, stars yeah. think about that for a second huh? okay, yeah. i don't know man i don't know how you were doing that uh, but chalo and then what did you get in your a levels like couple a's and a b you need that much to get into king's college yeah. huh mm-hmm. ha sahi i actually didn't better in my a levels i got like i think two or three a's and two b's i had five Achha, subjects you beat me bas dekhe na yaar hard work and determination and not being a burger is yeah, what yeah, yeah. what my key to success no, was no. at that point the music had taken over i'm like this studying thing is like <laughs> leave it leave it that point you're just somewhere with a guitar just yeah it's all fine uh what's it called um that that culture is interesting though no matlab o levels mein if you were how many tuitions were you going to uh okay so i was never a tuition person So I took Urdu tuition. Okay. Kya bolu mai? Yeah. You're not doing yourself any or me any favors. <laughs> chale, chale. Yeah, and but and the funny part is I actually my Urdu became better when I was in my A levels and I went to Lahore and I started hanging out with Achesonians and they would pretty much speak in Urdu and they had this very Lahori way of delivering it. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Yeah. So like that's where I picked up my Urdu. It was not the tuitions. From the tuitions I like gratified the mahavras i went and i like um, memorized the first paragraph of what i'm going to write in the o level ka khat nice you know ah there was a khat yeah <laughs> who uses a khat anymore yeah, yeah. dude chalo khair jo yeah, bhi hai yeah 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 ha yeah. ah, so you you theek and then you picked up most of your urdu from there very interesting yeah yeah just last few years honestly even the music nowadays like when i listen to it i learn urdu Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes I'm like, what? What's he saying? I don't know that word, so I'll Google it. Like, Dude, young standers are big on that, huh? Yeah. When, when when they when they when they start singing about Harif and all, I'm like, what is <laughs> Harif, dude? What's yeah, going yeah. on here? Yeah, <laughs> well, someone was a, a close friend of mine, Saifullah Jatoi. He was the one who introduced me to my f- second young standers song. First one being Burger in Karachi, which I took offense <laughs> to. Which I took offense to. Dude, I'm not joking. Joke. I, I took offense to it. Uh, but I mean, I'm a little bit older than him. So when I was in O levels, when I was in A levels, sorry, I was about to leave. They had come out with this song. Bro, ये क्या बच्चे ये क्या बच्चे ये क्या बात करें burger मेले ये क्या ये क्यों even yeah, back yeah, then yeah. I was like what is this burger मेला we are all one people. Um, but uh, and then the second song that I heard was अफसाने hmm. right अफसाने मैं लिखता नहीं हूँ right and then some of it gets really really intense and heavy right and my friend um, is let's just say better versed in Urdu than I am. 
right? Mm-hmm. And so he's just like he he was he was just smoking. He's just like he has a cigarette in his hand. He's just like yeah, man. Or my side, I'm better. I'm like, uh, how do I break it to him? That I don't understand. What did he say here? Super interesting. What language do you sing in? Angrezi. Only. Yeah, man. It's my truth. Yeah. It's my language. I think in it. If I write in Urdu, I'll be just doing it because I know it'll get popularity. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, I've heard a lot. Okay. start writing in urdu otherwise you'll never make it you know bahut suna hai maine i mean mainstream ke liye to ye baat sach hai jo aapko bol rahe hain wo log unfortunately that's how it is so far oh why can't that change i don't know i have no reason why it can't change yeah um, oh, i'll tell you why it can't change because more, uh, 98% of the population or 95% mm. of the population of this country um does not speak it and 98% has disdain for this language mm-hmm. english yeah. because it's a colonizer's tongue na mm-hmm. so even some of the people who speak it uh, don't necessarily they either want to have better um ye main obviously generalize kar raha hu but they either want to, to have better english than you mm-hmm. because it's some sort sort of like you know metric dekho main better hu asteria se main better baat karta hu english uh, or they're like your i hate the in english they'll be like i hate the colonizers <laughs> for giving me this power to express myself and so it's that you know yeah versus urdu just goes over easier with the masses but i'm not sure lyrics are one part of the mm-hmm, song mm-hmm. but there's so much else other stuff that goes into a song i hear you yeah yeah so what if so i really believe that underlying music the things that makes hit is like makes a song a hit or maybe or a song not necessarily a hit but memorable that makes it last is just when you infuse it with authenticity when you infuse it with love and when you infuse it with like who you are sure so i feel like if you can get that across i strongly and truly believe that perhaps the language won't matter that much mm. you know like um, interesting Sure. There's so many songs Radiohead for example half the time I don't know what the fuck Tom York is saying so half the time he's bloody moaning into like the mic bhai ab theek hai yeah and people listen to Radiohead like crazy like a cult yeah 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 like a cult like if you say one bad thing about Radiohead it, they they say you're stupid you don't understand music yeah 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 so it's like if you have a nice melody you have nice music will people be willing and you have i agree there needs to be a bridge i agree there needs to be a way to bridge uh, the way people listen to music right now in pakistan because mm-hmm. right now they mainly i guess they mainly listen to it for the lyrics for escape i know yeah 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 for the lyrics but uh-huh. it's like you know and then of course there needs to be a kind of change that is made culturally where perhaps you listen to music and you appreciate the music or you you vibe with whatever you're listening to and you perhaps don't necessarily need to understand everything that is being said that community is growing yeah it's it's getting better mm-hmm. i mean with people like you that come along or you know so masla ye hai ke um so far we d- we have a we have i think a loyal audience mm-hmm. as far as music is concerned but not a very literate one a mm-hmm. uh, again generalization hai mazrat ke sath a lot of people don't know how much goes into a song yeah just for instance if i come see you live mm-hmm. say you're performing what's your favorite venue to perform at abhi karachi mein I haven't I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> It's okay. like straight up. Okay. I like I feel like uh, I like them all. <laughs> oh, okay. But so so for instance like your you have a easy, you know, uh shotgun gig at District 19, right? Yeah. I come. 
I don't actually know what else going on. Mm-hmm. I just see you get on stage and and then you sing into a mic and I'm like cool and I'm thinking that's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know all the stuff that's going on with the drums and the and the sound checks mm-hmm. and, and none of you know I have no appreciation for it. Yeah. I feel like that community is growing where people do now have appreciation mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. But I also feel like as your musician it is a responsibility even if people don't know that you still have to captivate them. It's your responsibility. It's lots a lot, no? It is a lot. That's why I feel like it's harder being a musician than it seems because it's like one way or the other you got to find a way. Sure. You know what I mean? To communicate. To communicate to them. You just have to touch exactly and I feel like this is can I communicate with these people, the masses? Can I communicate with people who perhaps are against English? Can I inspire them? Can I touch something in their hearts even if I'm not singing in the the language that they want me to sing in? Why can't that be possible? It's possible it's just a tall order you know yeah uh, compared to someone say who's arguably maybe not as gifted or just as gifted as you who's doing it in urdu hmm. you know absolutely yeah but you you want you're here for the challenge uh, i see yeah yeah pretty yeah. much it's yeah, like yeah. you're like mushkil hai to i can speak i i i can uh, what i can play six instruments <laughs> i think i'll be fine what's it called who would you who would you like to uh collaborate with who who have you collaborated with so far uh nobody nobody okay, <laughs> okay. that's fine that's yeah. fine but who would you like to collaborate with like to collaborate with okay so i'll say this in two ways people huh? who i'm kind of perhaps already you know we're in talks like ha shayad ho jayega and then people who maybe i've never spoken to them okay. about it okay yeah do and that and then yeah. i'll also take like a really tall order and be like ha bahar ke log se aap da parveen <laughs> please yeah. you know yeah. sure please come to me yeah yeah okay Wait, so in terms of people who reached out to me or like you know who, people who like we've been saying like ha hum kuch kar dete hain so there's um do you know kami kami paul sure yeah so he's insane drummer he's and ridiculous. i just feel like <laughs> he's crazy like i would him and i we've spoken ke yaar hum music banate hain i would love to make you know music with him okay. and then there's my friend hadi uppal not heard of him yeah so he his music is like very Pakistani pop. His music is mainstream stuff. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, fantastic. I think it's cool cuz it'll be like, you know, I'm so the opposite of that. So it's like what happens when those two worlds collide. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and then there's like um uh Chingiz from Towers. Yes. So he's he, you know, we've jammed a couple of times. Uh we have an intention at some point ke if it feels right, if it feels organic, we will make a song. And I would love to I love his vibe, so Dude, I think I think uh, Towers generally Chingiz in particular, but Towers generally na What's ridiculous about them is everything they come out with is good. Yeah. You know, I <laughs> name a name a Tower song that you would not dance to if I put it on right now. Doesn't exist. Yeah. They you know? I I think they're yeah. brilliant. They're yeah. Rid- rid- ridiculous yeah. and and also you know I asked Chengiz I was like yaar ba suno uh what genre do you play in? And you know how Chengiz is, you know how he talks he's just like I think <laughs> we're synth pop. <laughs> I'm just like, oh no, we're, we're soul soul pop or soul drop or something. I mujhe yaad bhi nahi hai. Itna purani ho gayi podcast. Um it's 60 episodes ago or something and he's like mm. soul hop. Soul hop. Cool. So, soul Sounds hop cool. dude. Yeah man. That, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I was like I love it. Apparently Bilal and Asher are not okay with that. Okay, fair I enough. I love it though. Soul hop. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever they want to be man. Do some soul hop. Yeah. Yeah. soul hop. Ha, so these are people that you are in conversation with. Yeah. So let's see how that goes. Inshallah. And then who would you like to reasonably reach, <laughs> reasonably. reach out to and be like 
you could do something with them so um maybe at some po- so i feel like i like to work with people who have a very different sound than me just cuz it's like you know what happens when two worlds collide sure so um at some point if if like you know we get on and we meet and like you know things go well and i feel like it's organic um then maybe like talal like i like his talal qureshi yeah yeah dude yeah yeah i think he's very smart as a musician i think he's brilliant yeah i really do yeah um then youngsters see <laughs> youngsters we remember dude, you <laughs> dude who doesn't listen man i don't know uh, show me one person who doesn't want to play with the youngsters because yeah. especially with this last coke studio thing no they just there's just so much range yeah you know he starts talking about people going through existential angst and depression i'm like tala anjum what are you doing <laughs> yeah what, what are you wait what what's going on now yeah. from you know it's just ridiculous mashallah ha huh. so youngsters of course yeah and then faris who won of course who, who wouldn't do it yeah. who wouldn't yeah Far- absolutely faris again is ridiculous yeah and then there are more people but i feel like i'm missing out but like there are more huh, huh, sure, in my head sure maybe 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 later we'll come to it we were then started this conversation with um when and why you decided to do it in pakistan theek hai wahan se band chhod ke aa gaye theek hai yahan pe ye sara music banana seekh liya but just doing it here full time you yeah. know coming out as hysteria and just doing it how is that coming out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i was just like i laughed <laughs> like you phrased it like it was like ऐसा नहीं है लेकिन चल जैसा भी है डिसीजन You know I was jaded I'll be honest. Okay. Yeah, I felt like there was you know no hope people here. Yeah, you know maybe they'll listen maybe they're not they're not my audience. I don't feel anything with them. Okay. But then starting October around the time I had that similar experience, you know the one where I was um playing music and then I unlocked that the trans- flow state. The flow state. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I feel like a lot of my perspective started to shift. I found myself able to connect with people a lot more. I found myself able to understand this place a lot more i found myself meeting a lot of the musicians and being genuinely really fond of them like i felt like these people are like i resonate with them and i felt community with them and i felt like you know i kind of went from being someone who makes music online to actually feel i feel like knowing people and getting along with them and then i felt that connect and then i started to realize and understand that pakistan is a place where because of my individual struggles and the way i've grown up and because of the things that i've seen which this place lacks this is the place to do it this is the place to give give what i want and create that around in pakistan does that make sense yeah yeah so that's what i felt like i was looking for and um, i was going to make another point but then i forgot <laughs> it's fine but i i think that's super powerful i think you know uh, i think you need you need your struggles to make sense yeah you know you need you need there to be a meaning mm-hmm. you don't want to do a thing just to do the thing right yeah. if you're just going to make music there needs to be a greater point yeah there needs to be more mm-hmm. it needs to mean more than yeah. just kya ha i i can play the guitar really well and so i'm going to sing yeah, and play yeah. this music right i think that 
yeah, dude, that's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Solid. Thanks. Gifts, <laughs> just like. Prodigy, I'm here. Stopped. Huh. But um, and so after you made that decision, after you started meeting all these musicians, how? Uh, what have you learned? How has that been? Just meeting these people, talking to them, other people like yourself who could have gone abroad but didn't. Yeah. How Man, honestly, I'm haven't met a single person who I don't think is wonderful. Okay. And I don't know if that's me being overly optimistic or. It is. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> Gee. <laughs> uh, like, obviously. You can tell that you can kind of intuitively pick up when someone wants something from you or when someone's being ingenuine. But from the people I've truly connected with, I feel like they're really good. They have their hearts in the right place. Sure. And, they're, and it's just made me really like hopeful and positive. Like I feel the opposite of jaded now. That's good. Yeah. Inshallah. I, Inshallah. I, think, I think at that young age... You know, when we're all clamoring towards the goal of getting good grades and getting out of here. Mm. I think jadedness is almost a prerequisite. Yeah. Like you really have to begin to hate this place to work that hard. A- Listen, A-levels is difficult. It is. Getting into a good university is more mm. difficult. You mm. know, it is is doubly difficult. Um, I feel like in a way, that system needs to needs to have you hate this place Kiar, mm. i need to get out of here yeah right maybe maybe or maybe it was your circle i don't know what it was but you know, speak on it How, what was making you hate this place so absolutely you know so i'd say upbringing so um turbulence in my family life okay um then when i was in school KGS people, like, they were super fucking mean. They're super fucking harsh. Like, um, and some of them are lovely. Most okay. of them are now evolved into amazing people. I'm friends with most of them. Yeah. But at the time, you know, they were fucking bullies, basically. Like, a yeah. lot of them, you know. And when you're around that environment... But you were uh, KGS through and through, no? I was in Baby Academy till third grade. Oh, they never let you live that down? No, it wasn't anything about that. Really? It was just um, why were they bu- why were they bullying you? You were were you not their people? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make sense because I feel like as you're a ninth grader and you don't have empathy and you just like pick on what you can. Like um, I guess I remember. Let me try to remember the instances. Like I don't know. I just feel like they didn't like my personality. <laughs> they didn't like your personality. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, I also. I think from a very early age, understood how our society restricts women, sure. and understood how society has a lack of had a has a lack of opportunities. Like you know, if I if I for example still wanted to be a physicist, I would not be, I would not be able to go do meaningful research in Pakistan because we have no not. funding. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Or and at the time, I guess the music industry was like that back then. There were like shit opportunities if I went and saw gigs people were sitting on fucking chairs and like looking at the artists like this yeah. and I'd be like you know what are these guys are these guys really enjoying themselves you know <laughs> yeah and and you know I just thought it was like felt like the sense of yeah these people here they don't get me they don't get what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. they'll never get me which was my mistake um, sure sure doom, doom and gloom yeah, 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 yeah and it's a self-perpetuating cycle no? you can't be too harsh on yourself um, but Again, I, do, I would like to go back to this. We don't give enough 
importance or we don't pay enough attention to uh high school bullying Hmm. and how much it affects someone it's fucking traumatic it is and and the instances of depression have gone up yeah the instances of you know uh, suicidal ideations have gone up yeah you know uh divorce rates are at an all time high where do why do we wonder where do we wonder all that stuff comes from mm-hmm. it uh, early childhood trauma so yeah. the primary wound mm-hmm. jisko bolte hain and then be this stuff you know yeah. bullying and and the some of the bullying um that i have i've not actually spoken to anyone about about grammar school karachi grammar school bullying but some of the stuff that i've witnessed from you know the various city schools that i was in and foundation public school yahan ki jo hamari guftugu hoti thi some of it was horrendous yeah some of it i'm sure left the person scarred for life yeah absolutely you know the stuff that i went through i still remember i still get angry yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, why was the need for me to go through those things you know absolutely. as a child so i don't know if we speak enough about it you know you like ha ah, let bygones be bygones but achhi memories bhi thi achhi memories to thi lekin that does not make the other thing all right you know yeah because i feel like as human beings were extremely socially wired like we need other people we need love and we need support like personally the times where i thrive the most is when i have is because i know there are people around me who love me sure. and you know and you feel that and you experience that so if you don't have that what the fuck does it make you it can break you sure yeah absolutely can um do you remember an instance like a particular instance where the bullying got like what's an example of the kind of bullying that you experienced so there was a lot of like i couldn't take a fucking like right step without someone being like she's such a fucking whore oh my god and you know that kind of stuff just like, straight up what at ni- in the ninth grade yeah in the fucking seventh grade people would be like she's a bitch she's a whore she's a slut um you know she dated that guy and then you know she or she's such like she's so she's so manly she's so this like you know all these messages were being thrown at me like you know people would um by the way this is the first time i have spoken about this in years so like i'm thinking of this on the fly again like i haven't spoken about this for ages actually oh, yeah take your time yeah you know they'd be like she's a whore or a bitch like just lots of insults like you know yeah. or slurs or, yeah 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 and i remember at one point so i had this little carpool system like me we had three three girls would get dropped home okay. and then someone's mom would come by okay. and then it was my mom and then some, someone else's mom and then someone else's mom so at one point my friend's mother had gone to uh had picked us the three of us up and then we went to like she was like okay i want to stop at this parlor and then while we were stopping by that parlor someone in the school saw us get out at the parlor and he's like haha look her <laughs> we will blur that wahab ye in naam blur karna hai teen dafa inka naam asteria hai dusre naam pata nahi kaun don't know who that is ha no it's chill but it's like oh look at her 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 mom like you know she's so her mom takes her to these cheap ass fucking parlors it's like bro i can't even go to the fucking parlor without and it wasn't even my mom which was the mm-hmm. hilarious part it was my friend's mom she's like mm-hmm. oh she goes to these cheap fucking parlors and that's the kind of thing that was perpetuated constantly Dude, that's ridiculous man I, i i honestly you know that just makes so much more sense that you wanted to get out of here yeah because people again people are like oh you know poor you dude the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you people need to understand that hmm. you know um you can't compare someone else's pain with yours but this is this was horrible for you yeah you know and yeah no wonder you wanted to leave mm-hmm. why would you not want to leave yeah but that had nothing you understand that had nothing to do with pakistan absolutely that had to do with 
you know a place that again that you're supposed that's you're meant to thrive in yeah you know that school especially mm-hmm. has so much prestige attached to it you know yep where um i'm sure when you got in or whatever your parents must have been you know besides themselves kya ye to bahut acha maza aa gaya achhi baat ho gayi you know and then and then this is what you're going through that's mm-hmm. ridiculous man yeah yeah and that's sh- shameful it's so kgs as a place is it promotes a lot of fear it fear. promotes a lot of fear based teaching like you know there are a lot of hierarchies once again there's a lot of judgments that inherently lives in the system of the school because they know that they are really good okay. they have a good reputation sure okay and they it's kind of gone to their heads okay. so you know i vivid also another thing people ask me ki why is your urdu not that good yaar in school when the teachers come to you and they say talk in english don't talk in urdu what are you supposed to yeah, do yeah. what are you going to do yeah? yeah 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 or like so it's just it's self perpetuating you know these it cycles is. it's just toxic cycles and it is also an impossible situation for someone like you because first you're being told the only way the only route to prominence <laughs> is to speak in english and yeah. to not only speak in english to be proficient in english mm-hmm. right all your coursework everything's going to be done in english mm-hmm. speak in english right don't speak in urdu um and so you are enamored by this disdain for that language mm-hmm. right which again is not your fault how is this your fault it's not your fault yeah um and then but the rest of the moashra then hates you for not speaking in urdu but like what are you supp- where are you supposed to go exactly you know what are you supposed to do to school band karwa do main kya karu you know like what am i supposed to do you know yeah. like i don't mean that seriously of course it's a good school and i mean it got you yeah into a great university i'm sure absolutely uh, there's obviously stuff i'm really grateful for and yeah you know like i also at the same time do understand where the other side is coming from and i feel like you know it definitely still is a huge privilege but it's not as pretty as it is painted out to be sure that's the crux of what i'm fair, trying to say i guess fair very well said yeah very well said um yeah no that that's that's good and that's solid mm. uh, something that i'm going to need to process how much of your anger then or resentment has now dissipated since you've had that experience and you're like nahi yahan pe acche log bhi hote hain all those things i think most of it man most i feel, of it is I feel really like like chill now in his music therapy yeah man and it's just like good people you meet them like like just someone gives you someone comes and proves something's wrong or you know you just see things in a new light um obviously it took a while like you know when i was uni in uni i feel like that's where a lot of my anger got purged because i was like okay i'm going to go and then the england is going to be wonderful wonderful england absolutely brilliant, brilliant. but then <laughs> teas and tea and biscuits but i'm I... like yaar wahan bhi they're fucking jutias yeah 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 sure yeah 100% are my sentiments exactly yeah um okay so this is going to sound super racist uh, so bear with me all right <laughs> So I'm excited. I, no, I'm excited. Well, the first time I got into the University of Toronto, I got to the University of Toronto. I got into this coveted writing program. This के लिए अंदर आना ही बड़ा मुश्किल होता है. But well, I got in. It's my first philosophy class. Yeah. Sure. It's my first <laughs> philosophy class, and uh, it's, it's philosophy of politics and religion. Hmm. Right. And I'm excited. एक पूरा lecture hall है. 
Yeah. Right. And and this is also how our minds are colonized, na. Uh, so, well, I'm in Canada. I'm in the University of Toronto. I'm in the campus. Huge lecture hall. The crib and kuch char so loge. It was the first, second year course. Mm. Char so loge. Filled in to the brink. First class. I am. Uh, I'm sitting there. I'm ready. And and for whatever reason, I'm ready for a teacher. Mm. A philosophy teacher, right? A stereotypical white, big beard, pipe in his hand, top hat, philosophy teacher. Yeah, yeah. And guess who walks in? A Sikh gentleman, <laughs> and yeah. one of my f- best professors I've had to d- to date. But you know, and in that in that moment, I was like, "Yar, hamare dimag colonized hai." Mm. You know, at the age of twenty three or whatever, I was not privy to the fact that you know we can do all of that. and still look like us yeah because this dude looked just like me you know his name was gurpreet ratan yeah, yeah, yeah i was like yeah dude and he spoke uh, eloquent english he had such command he had two phd's had such command on his on the subject matter and sare jo gore log bhi baithe hue the none of them batted an eyelash because it's just normal yeah what are they going to do he you know he's the professor but to me for some reason that was like an epiphany ke yaar acha हम इनको भी पढ़ा सकते हैं यू नो बिकॉज इन माई माइंड अगेन कमिंग फ्राम कॉलोनाइज नेशन एंड देन ऑल्सो कमिंग फ्राम सिस्टम्स वेर द वाइट इंडिविजुअल वॉज सुपीरियर और वॉज कंसिडर्ड सुपीरियर यू नो इट वॉज जस्ट इट वॉज जस्ट अनहर्ड ऑफ कि ऐसा हो सकता है बट या यू नो एंड एंड सो यू गो देर एंड यू रियलाइज कि इट्स नॉट क्वाइट हाउ यू अंडरस्टैंड इट टू बीटली Was that important for you? Hmm? Was that important for you to go out and and actually um, realize that some of your erstwhile held conventions were not based Absolutely. in any fact? Absolutely, hundred and ten percent. That's kind of because as I said to you, I went and I was like, "Gave me chutiya," and I was like, "Humbi chutiya." I was like, "Where do we win?" <laughs> and that made me like really sad for a while. I was just like, you know, like the illusion breaks that mm-hmm. like. Uh, the rose tinted glasses come off and like yeah. the veil over your eyes is lifted whatever yeah. romantic yeah, all, analogy every other cliche yes all <laughs> yeah, of them yeah. the apple is bitten we lose eden yeah. <laughs> all of it <laughs> it just went on a tangent right there i was like cool just powerful yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 dude and then so yeah then it got me quite sad honestly mm-hmm. and then i felt how how do i win like you know how do you win when everyone is against you but then you can view it as everyone being against you or you can view it as otherwise you know so it's like also kind of perspective where it's like you know we all have a, the same humanity on the inside Fair enough. and we all desire to be loved and we all want to be moved and we all want to feel something you know at least unless you're like a psychopath and you don't have an amygdala matlab how is it it's another issue we're not talking about the issue now yeah so it's like do you see the best or do you see the worst that is your choice sure. and then it's kind of a self fulfilling prophecy prophecy because um i found ke when i started you know going to seeing like you know even the most the guy who looks like an asshole and you talk to him with love wo bhi naram ho jata hai sure and sure. that's just what got me so excited because it's like yaar then most people are in inherently good but then most people are also inherently bad so it's like Yeah. It's fun. It's like whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. It's everything. It's everything. Yeah, yeah. And okay, so we're back. Uh I had to go to the bathroom. Dude, I I'm just old. My bladder is just not where it used <laughs> to be. Honestly, it's that it's nothing else. Oh. Um we were how, how did you come up with Asteria essay? Because that's not your name. Dude, you know, it'd be awesome if people are just like yes ka naam Asteria ye to hai hi burger. 
And they, they say it not yeah. like Asteria, they're like Asteria. Yeah. Asteria Nam. Asteria Nam. Why that name? What's up with that? Yeah, before you say that, it was actually really funny. Like, one time I met this guy, he's like, oh, Asteria. Because like, he had been introduced, like someone had told him about me as he's here. He's like, that's your name, right? Yeah. And I 100%. was like, yeah, yeah, that's my name. Those of you, sir. I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, my mother, she's Greek actually. So she gave me that name, Asteria. And then he was like, Acha, As long nice, as you maintain cool a poker face, dude, confidence is everything. Wh- who's not going to believe you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my mom named me Asteria. <laughs> and then he fully bought it. And then 15 minutes later, I'm like, <laughs> why did you break? You robbed him of his dreams. That's on you. Because <laughs> I was like, I really like this person. I want to be your friend. Oh. So I was like, you know. I mean, why can't you be friends with Asteria? He can be friends with Asteria, yeah, but I'm he down. shouldn't be living a lie, you know? Why not? Why? If he's happy in this lie, who's to say it's not his truth? What if I slip and I'm like, you know? Hypersubjectivity. What? What if I slip? It's on you, dude. Like, see, so essentially, you just didn't want to put in enough work. I didn't want to put in It didn't mean enough to me. It didn't mean enough to you. I, you don't mean enough to her. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, my <laughs> friend means a lot to Haan, me. Dekhlo. Yeah. Dekhlo. Uh, but what's interesting is, so, you know, uh, the, the podcast called Kya Kahega Kazi. I, uh, my name is Kazi Akbar, mm-hmm. right? So technically my name is Akbar, right? But most people call me Kazi. Yeah. So when someone close to me comes by, right? They're like, oh, Akbar, kaise ho? And everyone just freaks out like, what? Who's Akbar? <laughs> Who's, what? Is it like, Who someone I can't see? Uh, what? What's, what's going on? And also, I feel like I respond differently mm. to Akbar than I do to Kazi. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's why I'm asking you, uh, why this name and what does it mean? Do you know? Yeah. Asteria. So Asteria is a Greek goddess. Uh, she's hence the whole story about I have a Greek mother. A and Greek she, mother, the in Greek goddess. Hai. Yeah. What is she the goddess of? Uh, like nighttime divinations and stars. That kind of stuff. Thoda narcissism lag raha hai mujhe. <laughs> thoda sa. Rad, yeah. Rad, raddi barabar. Uh, thoda sa. Husband mamul. Ha ha. Jo hota hai. Yeah, yeah, husband yeah. mamul pata hai kya hota hai. Yeah. Why you gotta say this to me? Asbe Babul is basically what conventions dictate. Achha, According say. to the norms, it is a just a, your, your garden variety narcissism. Nothing too serious. You don't need to go see a doctor. Yeah. Thoda just sa. a tinge. Just a tinge. I took this. Um, Chulubar. Like personality test last night because I was watching about watching this like YouTube thing about how this forensic psychologist psychoanalyzed someone and diagnosed them with a couple of personality disorders. Sure. A and couple. I, <laughs> just a few. Yeah, no, this person was batshit crazy. Okay, okay, okay. Amber Heard, by the way. Oh. Yeah, yeah, getting into that. So I was watching yeah. the video of how that unfolded. Why did you feel the need to watch the video of why it unfolded? Did it affect you? I was curious. Simple. Okay. Just okay. that's it. Okay. I wanted to see Kikawa. Okay, okay, fair. <laughs> yeah. And um, it looked also like I liked the way the psychologist was speaking. And I also like have an interest in psychology and stuff. So I was like, let's see how this goes. But yeah. Um, my point being, I took this... Personality yeah, test. Yeah, personality test. And it it's really interesting because it at the end it tells you like what you have, what you are likely to have or not have. And it also can detect the validity of whether you are telling the truth while you are answering these questions. Oh, wow. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, people could, for example, stay like fake having PTSD by saying, yes, I have this symptom. Yes, I have this symptom. But this test asks questions in such a way where it manages to filter out whether you're lying or telling the truth. Oh, super powerful. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
so my point being at the end you were you know you were saying okay you know just your conventional narcissism and stuff so it was really interesting the results because it was like okay 0% this 0% this 0% this 20% schizophrenia <laughs> 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 yeah. and he said 40% chance of hypomania oh hyper God. yeah which is like a less intense form of mania but like perpetually continuing and it's like and what else did it say 20% chance that they might have an imaginary friend <laughs> i'm like no big deal is this happening this podcast i don't know who i don't know what's going on yeah. am, am i even real no that's something you have to wonder <laughs> yeah. you know i mean yeah yeah and then there was like something like 20% hysteria Yeah, hysteria, hysteria, haha. Oh. <laughs> 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 Please come yeah, on. That was really lame. It's not. It's like uh, it's not funny on multiple levels. I want you to be all right. You understand? Ah, I'm a little bit hysteria. Yeah, little bit hysteria. Yeah, little bit hysteria. Yeah. Okay, so where's it's 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 the Greek goddess of uh, divin divinations and nighttime. Yeah, nighttime divination stars. That kind of very mystical stuff. Mm. So, um, the reason I chose that name. was because of a certain image i'd presented myself in my old band so the other band members of mine were two guys okay. so like it was a very like mask space and i felt like even the emotions i was and the kind of vulnerability i wasn't being very very vulnerable i was processing things in very like stereotypically um mask way like you know the way i was putting out my lyrics they were a bit harder they were a bit more logical the way i was writing was more logical structured yeah and um i felt like i'd disowned al- almost my like you know that very feminine as element okay. to myself okay. that part which kind of flows so i chose asteria because it was like okay i know i could never have done this in the old band the guys that were not it would not have resonated with them which fair enough we were a different thing but i wanted to like reclaim that part of myself that part that felt very feminine that part that was like otherworldly like holding all those things you know like, like holding space and all those things like proper feminine yeah like um i see feminine to me it feels like just flowing like you know allowing like being in the moment allowing things to unfold on their own and like you know things like intuition that kind of thing i feel like that's feminine whereas i feel like masculine might be like stereotypically what i associate in my head is like like you know logic and structure and reason and um maybe even initiative that kind of stuff sure i'll tell a story comes to mind uh I'll tell it quickly so I don't disrupt your train of thought. No, take your time. It's uh, cool. My, my uh so I have a sister. She is 11 months younger than me. Hmm. And she's, you know, we've been together through all the schools and everything. And so we would meet most relatives together. There was this uh really person really close to us. Hmm. She passed away since. Unhone Sindhi mein ye bola tha. She was like uh you to my sister she's like you are a wine mm-hmm. the obstacle is not a problem for you you will find a way to grow yeah right you will just everything which you are flowing ki baat kar rahe ho na it's like you will just grow through it all the cracks everything you don't need you don't need a lot of space yeah you know you just need nurturing and love mm-hmm. she looks at me she's like you are like a tree you need to grow all at once mm. and you need all this space mm. Imagine that she in her own wisdom was speaking about this same femininity and masculinity that you are talking yeah, about. Of course and um I think it's not a question of being a man or a woman it's or not. or like you know someone who is like non-binary. I don't think it's about just treat association with specific words. You could say it's just nomenclature 
جیسے لوگ تو یہ فرماتے تھے نا کہ دونوں میں ہر مرد میں عورت میں دونوں میں ہر ہر کسی میں ہوتے ہیں دونوں set up in a way which benefits her like you know she's aware of what she's doing she's loving she's kind and she wants to give that to people and she herself embodies that fair so that's kind of the persona that okay. i was going for okay that's okay. how it all came to be interesting and how how has the projection been like how have you tried to project that because that's a that's a lot mm-hmm. you know how are you going to bring that point across to people Yeah, it's um so part of it I feel like unfolds naturally through the music because you know I am her, she is me. I'm not basing this off nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're looking at me like why did I call this woman? Nein, nein. <laughs> That's not what I'm thinking. I'm like how do I get her out of here? It's <laughs> getting terrifying. No, no I'm cool. kidding. I'm yeah, joking. Yeah, yeah. I'm obviously joking. No, um, I didn't know that. <laughs> مسئلہ straight up start bawling masla nahi hai masla kya masla hi hai i think that's kind of amazing actually okay. i think it's wonderful that you have that element to yourself that that i ab- cry, that i cry <laughs> yeah cuz <'cause> you are <laughs> i hate you i have known you like 3 hours but i hate you <laughs> yeah yes that's what i was going for uh but ha huh, like i'm just <laughs> I, i i look proper and it's not like the stoic kind of crying where i'm looking into the distance and one tear a, a, one tear just rolls and then abs get through you know just just goes no it's not that it's like proper really yeah. bad or one tear just goes into my beard and it disappears as <laughs> yeah. also side tears. note i feel like you're really bad at taking compliments uh, there is no need to uh uh-huh, compliments ka scene nahi hai okay yeah <laughs> i see ha compliment yaar تو کیا ہے آئی ایکچولی ریڈ اے حدیث اس سے اس سے پہلے بھی خیر کمپلیمنٹس کے لائق ہم تو نہیں ہیں لیکن مطلب ہم کوئی بھی نہیں ہیں لیکن آئی ریڈ اے حدیث اباؤٹ بی بی عائشہ رضانہ ہو واز ون آف دا پروفٹس وائفس صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اینڈ شی لیو دا لائف آفٹر ہی واز گون آلسو رائٹ تو اینڈ دین وہ خیر لیٹ پیپل فائن دیٹ حدیث دم سیلس آئی ول ناٹ بی کوٹنگ اٹ بیکاز پیپل گیٹ ریئلی یو نو ریلیجن پاکستان بٹ یا آفٹر دیٹ حدیث آئی واز جسٹ لائک بوس کمپلیمنٹس کا سین یو آف تب سے جو ہے آئی ایم ویری ایٹ لیسٹ فار مائی سیلف کسی اور کو اگر اف سم ون ایلس نیڈس ٹو ہیئر ایٹ آئی ایم آل فار کمپلیمنٹس یو نو دے نیڈ ٹو ہیئر سم ٹائمس بٹ فار می وٹ ایف بٹ آئی تھنک اٹس آلسو پارٹ آف 
expression, the other person's expression. You know? I've put people off sometimes, mm. proper. Like someone's trying to say something genuinely yeah. nice and I'm just like, boss, scene nahi hai ye wala. Yeah. Just like, what is wrong with you, man? Shut <laughs> up. And I'm like, nahi. Ye nahi ho sakta. No, because like, I feel like I was saying something to you. I wasn't saying it like, oh, let me make him feel better. Let me flatter him. It was just like, you know, matter of fact thing, which uh. I picked up on, which I was just like, let me say it. Uh, nahi. And then you were just like, <laughs> nahi, boss. Like, 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 you're like, ക്ലോസിംഗ്ലിസ്റ്റ്രാമിസ്റ്റ്രാമിസ്റ്റ്രാമിസ്റ്റ്രാമിസ്റ്റ്രാമിസ്റ്റ്രാമിസ്റ്
you if you have any thoughts in your head if you think ye bura ho sakta hai bura hi hoga that's terrifying it's so beautiful huh acha cuz it's like cuz i feel like then all you are is just this you are nothing but your true self and then people so you are nothing but in essence love and light and giving to people and then when you get up on stage with that energy which is also what i feel like asteria embodies and you look even just look at someone like that they respond to you in a different way they're like like there are times where i've been on stage and i look at someone and it feels like i've connected with this person this person has become my friend and then i'll go off stage and i'll talk to them and i'll be like yo how are you doing and it's just through that moment of being completely unafraid and i couldn't do it for ages but i actually learned how to do that by seeing someone else do it um who just see so it was adinur okay yeah so i remember the district 19 wala gig na where you just went off and spoke to people um no actually the moment i witnessed it was we were at club 432 okay yeah so he was doing like this so he was doing this like unplugged performance you know he invited me and he's like you know come play as well and just observe and you know cuz we had been in conversation he was talking to me about how to perform and stuff and like into like i was like i'm not getting it what do you mean like you feel like you're on stage all the time what do you mean that you get up you get off and you and like you have to be unguarded essentially what i'm saying to you and then i saw him do it and i was like oh nothing mm-hmm, that's what it is it's like when you're in that state nothing can go wrong jeez dude that's yeah, heavy yeah it's like nothing can go wrong nothing will go wrong and then it's like you literally have to put blind faith in whatever you want to put blind faith in and it's then you get up there and you give yourself fully and then it's it's like you can feel the energy f- like off your fingertips i'm recalling it right now and i can feel it right now like this electrifying sensation mm. which i cannot describe it's mm. like you're so fucking alive you're in another world you literally feel like you're at one with the universe at one with the people in front of you it's the best feeling in the universe it's everything huh yeah it's everything it's oneness it's and it's not like in an and because when people say that being on stage is like the best feeling it's not because oh there's so many people who are listening to you or because it's so much dopamine i feel like it's more serotonin it's love that you're getting and love that you're giving giving and then you go up there and you know that's how how i associate it with asteria as like she's just this being of love who is everyone right now and that's just what i try to do every time i get up on stage there mm-hmm. and what's really interesting is it's not like you can do it a little bit no no there's no yeah there's no a little bit of it yeah yeah it's not like you kind of do it you kind of don't it's like you do it completely or you don't do it if you in your in yeah yeah so it's like it's so interesting because it makes all the difference and you learn it in one go you learn it in one go yeah you one, I, okay you're either a one or a zero then yeah, yeah it's fucking binary it's like you're either guarded or you're unguarded that's super powerful in a, in a in a world in, in a time where we're constantly teaching each other or trying to teach each other the grays mm. this is not gray at all huh it's, it's black or white yeah it's black or white oh you either have it or you don't it, can it be learned it can be learned but it i feel like it has to be experienced okay experienced but like can for instance me i would be terrified of yeah. going on stage mm-hmm. right do you think i could ever do it can anyone do it or you have to be a certain kind of person no anyone can do it anyone can do it you think because it's it's mental right 
it's um it's not like a skill you have okay. it's it's i feel like it's actually innate to all of us i feel like you it's who you are when you forget the world when you forget everything you've been taught when your ego is silenced for mm-hmm. those 15 20 minutes that you're on stage that's what comes out but that's ridiculous then no because i mean people like you who've experienced this constantly how do you live normal lives then because you're just looking for that again no absolutely that's that's why you know musicians go crazy <laughs> right <laughs> that's what happens that's right. why i feel like it is right how do you how do you keep that balance though because you're still also a normal person who's going to go to a uh, iftar party going to come to a podcast yeah, yeah. going to go to a gro- go do some groceries or whatever yeah you go g- buy a pack of smokes or a coke zero or what have you yeah how do you keep the balance cuz okay so it's not just something so then i feel like so then one other thing that i was taught or one other thing that i picked up was he said to me you can be i'm on stage all the time jeez that's too much man it's and then so you can tap into that state whenever you want if you can so it's like you pick it up from a conversation with you like for example right now in some ways we are there you know in some ways we are we are on stage you know what i mean sure or if i'm deeply engaged in a practice or if i'm deeply or if i'm just you know even fucking sitting looking at a sunset thinking how beautiful it is it's the same thing it's about being unguarded vulnerable open it's about being present yes right? yeah that's just a really i say things very romantically yeah. that's a very nice practical way to say it well i mean dekho so i am trying to do i finished my diploma in psychotherapy it's mm-hmm. not going well but i'm trying <laughs> <laughs> right to jo hai usme jo hai na most psychotherapeutic approaches will actually say exactly this they're like ki most psychoses will be fixed if you could just bring the person out of the past or the future into the present yeah right and that's why certain people जो मैं स्टेज वाली बात की आपसे मैंने जो आपसे मैंने पूछा वाई आई आस्ट यू दैट वाई आई आस्ट इफ यू कवर्ट इट ऑल द टाइम इज बिकॉज थ्रिल सीकर्स और वट हैव यू नो पीपल हु क्लाइम माउंटेन्स राइड फास्ट कार्स और बाइक्स और वट हैव यू फॉर दोज फिफ्टीन ट्वेंटी सेकेंड्स फाइव मिनट्स वट हैवर देर इन द नाउ देर फीलिंग वट योर फीलिंग देर ऑन स्टेज नथिंग एल्स मैटर्स एक्सेप्ट getting that foot placement right yeah. getting that grip right or uh-huh. you know maybe so i did jiu jitsu for quite a bit when i was in canada when i was sparring with someone nothing else mattered you know and the minute something else mattered i'd lose fuck up yeah i'd yeah. lose i'd get choked out or you know my i'd get uh, my arm broken or something yeah. you know i was just there you know absolutely yeah and this is the same state which i suppose talking about the flow state which i write my music through it's Jeez, everything man. is the same you know what i mean it's like an underlying current that exists everywhere how do you not lose your mind asteria how, do, <laughs> how does that how, so again how do you how, so he said you're on stage all the time yeah and then you i got it and then obviously i like literally don't feel like i'm stage some like i'm on stage all the time sometimes i'm bored and fucking brushing my teeth and sometimes i'm like pissed off and obviously sometimes i'm in my head because like i'm human and i have been i'm still working on the process but it's just it's like bliss at hand <laughs> bliss at hand yeah 
bliss at hand. Yeah. Very good. And it's like cool because it's abundant and it just makes you feel so radiant and it's like yeah, you know what? Life is beautiful. Does that have anything to do with the fact that you know you might be young right now or good looking right now? Mm. Does that have anything to do with your outwardly appearance? Um So I'll say this in two ways. Okay. I have things going for me like yes. the stuff you said right now and then I have things which aren't going for me for example being a woman in Pakistan being in Pakistan you know pressures from family uh, my own like past childhood trauma so everything exists in the same space mm-hmm. and I feel like so I don't know I'm going to like bring up like specific stories like and stuff of um I remember there was this one guy he was like washing windows at like um a petrol pump like you know obviously he's not well off like he's not doing well at all but when you looked at that guy he had the most peaceful transcendent state of joy and love in his eyes and he, when i looked at him and he looked at him we just smiled at each other and it was like this pure like love between us that was going back and forth so that guy he does not have it good in life he's washing windows but you can see it in his eyes that he is he feels beautiful right now like you know that he's enjoying himself that he's happy so i feel like it's almost something that is like our inherent state above circumstances i feel like the circumstances yes they exist and naturally they do have a strong tendency to influence our state of mind but it's like beyond that at our core maybe who we truly are is just fucking blissful beings beautiful so so then i suppose what you're saying is it doesn't matter what you look like from the outside mm. you could still make that choice absolutely victor frankl uh said something very similar mm. yeah, victor frankl was a jew in world war 2 germany he survived two nazi death camps mm. right and survived um just the heartbreak of losing his spouse to uh, nazis and everything yeah. right he said uh everything can be taken away from a person except the inviolable choice to respond to a thing the way they see fit yeah everything else can be taken away from mm-hmm. you except your choice yeah right is that what you're talking about yeah i feel like kind of okay pretty much it's like absolutely i feel like perhaps not choice because some things you have to experience them but it's i guess it's a matter of doing your best okay. and not in a way which is like really resistant which is like oh, i'm going to wake up today and do my best and like yeah. you're like yeah and then everything just like makes it feel worse yeah but rather like a letting go a letting go a letting go yeah very good <laughs> very good also so trippy um you right this place feels a bit psychedelic right now dude i am all about the psychedelic i've never tried psychedelics oh, i've okay. never done it <laughs> i'm all about them dude people talk about it and i'm like cool yeah yeah i don't know maybe i would consider doing mushrooms at some point in my life i think it's it's worth it like yeah so being shot into space <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just yeah. gone where's gazi he's gone <laughs> <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> but nah, um, so I, as I haven't done mushrooms, but I've done acid a few times. Okay. Yeah. You're good sharing that? Yeah, um, that's why I'm saying it. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah. 
So, so how was that? How was acid? It's, once again, it's like, I feel like what it does is it gets you to like blissful, joyful, unaltered states of awareness. Sure. Like pure bliss, pure joy, just love for everything um, in like a really fast way. It's like yeah. a shortcut. And that's why you could get hurt there as well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but it also gets you there. Yeah, so it's like, it you know, you, you can experience it like that or you can, so it can be good or bad. Like, you know, it's, it can be premature or it can be like, you know, the tool you needed to get to where you need to sure. be. Sure. Sure. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, I, I honestly, but that I think there's just so much work that goes into removing those inhibitions consciously. Yeah. Uh, some people really do just opt for that. Hmm. Opt for that little, you know. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I get it. It's so hard. Dude, yeah, life is hard. Life is not easy. Hmm. And I, I feel like. Um, you know, I've said this maybe four or five times now that some things need to be experienced. So it's like, you know, you're like, yeah, I don't see a way out. And like, you can't blame that person because it's like, you can try to think of a way out as hard as you can. But until you feel, until something moves you that much to make you change your mind, sometimes you just can't. People forget what hope feels like, man. Yeah. People man. forget what hope feels like. It's you know? really sad. And that's super heavy. You know, there's people... There's all sorts of people that end up with self-destructive tendencies. And, you you know, us who have the privilege of hope, Mm. you know, we condescend on them and we're like, you know, if you had religion, if you had faith, dude, that person does not see color, does not see light, Mm -hmm. does not see a tomorrow, does not see hope. The least you could do is have some freaking respect and not say anything. Yeah. That's the least you could do. That person and you are not the same thing. Because they're in hell right now. Yo, dude, they absolutely are. You know, like, you know, uh, if you just say, this Coca can is red. Imagine this red not seeming red to you. Like yeah. seeming less than red. You know, just X or whatever X is, that quality, red minus uh, the beauty or yeah. red minus the vibrance. Mm-hmm. You can't even conceive it. What yeah. do you mean? Red is red. Kazi, kya baat karu? Red is... Dude, what if it's not? Yeah. You know, it's it's trippy or it's some hippie kind of talk, but that's how they feel. Like, if you talk to people who have depression, hmm. right? Where does most depression come from? Most depression comes from nihilism or hopelessness. Hopelessness, yeah. And if you talk to them, they just, like, when they're in bed, you know, like, I'm, I'm in bed, they don't see a way out. Yeah. Off bed, dude. They yeah. don't see a reason to get up. Absolutely. And you really hit the nail on the head because I've been someone who struggled with like depressive tendencies on and off over the years. Oh, that I'm good. Oh, yeah. no. Okay. <laughs> sorry you just said that. Like, okay. look in your eyes. Really oh, no, I'm, like, I'm, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. But um, yeah, so hopelessness was the crux of everything. So it's literally as simple as do you see something? Because it's like, yeah, you know, everyone would be like, you know, get out of bed, take a walk, you know, um, go see your friends. I'm just like, why? That's At least that's how I was thinking then. Sure. sure. And of course, there are, now I see it very differently, like, thankfully, very grateful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, it is literally hopelessness is probably one of the worst things ever. It's the worst thing ever, yeah. man. Uh, it's because the thing is, hope can enable you to fight uh, absolute catastrophes. Yeah. 
as long as you have hope mm-hmm. as long as you're moving towards something you can f- you can go through and you can tank some r- truly horrendous things yeah but if you if you lose hope mm. boy that's that's not i mean that's you, you lose a lot absolutely if you lose hope you lose a lot yeah i mean i don't know how else to say it i don't know if there's an i mean i'm sure there's a more eloquent way of saying it but the point stands yeah the point stands mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know hopelessness is a serious thing yeah. you know and how so you had depressive tendencies did you ever go to therapy did you get work done like yeah <laughs> get work done that's a weird <laughs> way of saying that have i got plastic nah, surgery plastic botox, surgery botox botox karaya apne apni depression ke liye to bas tak far what am i saying dude? what am i saying it's great we need a little bit of comedy right now yeah, so yeah, some comical that. relief yeah ha huh. so did you did you like go to therapy did you talk to someone i did yeah um and for a couple of years like but for luckily for me my depressive tendencies didn't last more than a couple of months and at the time max yeah, yeah. so um even after i got out i would you know talk to her she would just help me hold on tambaku noshi chal rahi hai thodi si yahan pe ji yeah what does that mean uh, nicotine consumption i see i got you now i'm shameless i'm like yeah i don't know what the fuck it Dude, means tell me I, i think everyone should be shameless i don't think someone should be shamed for uh, not knowing knowing a language not knowing cultures not knowing norms i think they should be shamed if they are brazen about it mm. if they don't try to learn if yeah. you ask what's the shame in that there's yeah. no shame in asking a question yeah absolutely right? there's shame in not asking and mm. there's shame in uh being apathetic to someone else's plight yeah. that's shameful mm-hmm. right yahan pe log har har fazool cheez ke liye shame karte the actual cheez ke liye shame nahi karte what if you are willfully ignorant that's bad yeah if you ask a question do that's awesome mm-hmm. well ha huh, um so you it didn't last for more than a few yeah hmm. um so but you know there were still things like you know childhood trauma past relationships experiences that i'd had which i needed to work through just like you know getting those sticks out of my brain childhood trauma you've mentioned a few times now mm-hmm. would you like to yeah get we can into get it? into it to a certain uh-huh. extent get yeah. into it to the extent that you want to mm-hmm. what happened so just without pressing on it too much turbulent upbringing okay yeah so um so the f- core feeling was okay and at school things weren't great for me as well at home things weren't great for me as well so i never really had a space where i was safe okay yeah um okay. at times it would be like you know in a video game or in a book or and or like you know when i was talking to sometimes with my brother like you know my brother and i get along fantastically and um so that just kind of it was just this perpetual environment of i feel like having nobody on my side hostility hostility and antagonism okay. yeah and not getting encouragement nurturing love from anywhere mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. or mainly in my head with a friend perhaps with my brother at at times so that that was the crux of it and not realizing how abnormal that was well i wouldn't say the word abnormal you you should that's the word yeah i mean because dekho abnormal circumstances don't make you abnormal yeah they don't break you mm-hmm. right but they still do hurt you they, they do. still do damage you mm-hmm. and we jo apne text ki baat kiya there are still 
you still wear those scars. The problem is right. Um, So let's let's put it this way: your wound, your Hmm. primary wound, which you got in childhood, was it an abandonment wound? Was it a guilt wound? What kind of a wound was it? Did you feel abandoned? Did you feel guilty for something? Were you? Did you feel responsible for things that weren't your fault? Maybe. All of the above. No, yeah, it's a little bit. No, it was like I think it was not knowing what to expect. Uncertainty, okay. Uncertainty, so very negative as- association with uncertainty. Just uh, yeah, lack which, of safety, right? Yeah, lack of safety, which leads to, of course, then it leads to fear of abandonment. Sure. It leads to um, all the other things that you listed. So that was. like just not knowing what to expect you know because then that that bleeds into the other thing that you said past relationships that bleeds into the relationships right uh, yeah it's you're destroyed not, some of my yeah, relationships yeah yeah but you're not looking for relationships per se you're li- looking for that you're yeah. looking for a safety or an escape from that mm-hmm. and you know say what you say i mean sure it's not a, not fair to the other person either but the thing is the problem is that you have to figure out what exactly you're looking for you're not i mean it's not you know love or it's not those things yeah. you know what i mean or it's not even friendship it's not those things it's an escape yeah. you're trying to run away but you, there's no running away mm-hmm. because this stuff is in your skin yeah you know i get it and then processing it is a very interesting thing because what i found is to process it it's like you have these it's almost like you feel it fully and then the irrationality is kind of when you experience it when you live it which is exactly what we try not to do and when you do it 110% then it becomes so irrational it kind of falls away sure yeah it makes no sense yeah it's like yeah. it's like you experience it you feel it that one last time and then it's like okay cool done <laughs> sure yeah sure, obviously not completely but no i get it i get mm-hmm. it but uh, i would hold ke thode se to jo nishan reh jate hain na होने चाहिए थोड़े थोड़े होने चाहिए जस्ट टू रिमाइंड यू वेर यू कम फ्रॉम या मेक्स यू ह्यूमन रिलेटेबल श्योर नॉट अ डिवाइन ग्रीक तभी आप फुल स्लीव पहनती हैं और आप नॉट सेंगे जस्ट वाइट मास्क एंड एवरीथिंग आई विल नॉट बी शोइंग माई फेस टूडे बिकॉज आई एम एस्टीरिया मुखड़ा जबरदस्तिया पिक अप टूडे यू डू हैव टू गेट आउट ऑफ यर सोन आपको घर भी जाना है क्योंकि दैट इज ऑल्सो थिंग बट इज द एनी थिंग बिफोर आई डू दैट दो यू नो गोइंग थ्रू ऑल दैट स्टाफ ऑल द ट्रामा वॉज द एवर पॉइंट वेन यू ट्राई टू हैव अ कॉन्वर्जेशन विद द पीपल इन एक्टिंग द ट्रामा वॉज देर एंड वॉज दैट लाइक वॉज दैर एवर ईजी इज दैर एवर हैपन इवन हैपन वर्क a very few times okay okay but then a lot of the time it was like except that they cannot be who they need to be and that's their own that's their own personal hell say i Fair. truly feel like ke 
to do that you have to be really like in a fucked up state of mind sure yeah sure 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 fair fair so like it's and you can't once again they haven't had the experiences to get them out of it i feel like experience is the key thing like you and know i'm sure stigma and no therapy and all those things yeah 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 because yeah. like once again i'm sure in their heads they're like we don't want to be this way they know ke hum galat kar rahe you know this is not the lives we want to lead but they just don't see a way they haven't found the way out whether they're looking for it or not fair hmm fair yeah sahi hai wala rem karega uh yeah. on that somber note <laughs> <laughs> Please give me your Instagram. Uh, you on Instagram, YouTube? Yeah, Instagram, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube. Fuck okay. the rest. <laughs> no, yeah, okay, don't say that. <laughs> Me, yeah. she didn't mean that. Oh, no, the rest is like, yar, Arshkal, do you want to hear my music on Deezer? Uh, TikTok. <laughs> oh, shorts, very nice. Good yeah. idea. I'll talk to you about it after the podcast. Um, okay, so what is it on uh, Instagram? At Asteria music underscore so at a s t e r i a m u s i c underscore. I say this like this sentence is so ingrained in my head because like I'm an R J as well. Okay. So like I, I at the end of every show I'm like thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Counterculture with Asteria. My you can find me on Instagram. My handle is at Asteria music underscore. Then I spell it out the exact same way. Or just listen to my songs on Spotify. I go by the name of Asteria. So that's how it that's is. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. It. good. Solid. Uh, so you, they won't need me to re- uh, to repeat it. But thank you. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. I agree. Uh, you agree that you were a lot of fun. I agree <laughs> yeah. that I am. I agree that I am awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Gotta be this way to be a musician. Mashallah. Okay. Um, and let's do this again sometime, inshallah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, oh, any new music that we should look forward to? Yes, I am. I have recorded, mixed, mastered, whatever. Full song is ready, and I think it is my best one yet. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. You heard it. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm better than everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just getting the video for that sorted. Inshallah. And then it will be. All oh, right. That's what I was going to ask you. So music video as well now. Music video as well. Very now. exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's that with? So right now I'm doing it with you know John Zay from KCR Karachi Community Radio. I might. I might know him. Yeah. Yeah. So he does this wonderful work. He's like, like he's like a tech genius. Okay. That's the. best way to describe so, it yeah. he creates like beautiful virtual live sets he put he can produce like amazing shows wow. like live shows he's like genuinely like a genius yeah a genius fucking yeah for sure 110% yeah. 150% put a stamp on it yeah, yeah, yeah. genius yeah yeah so with conviction yeah. so like he i spoke to him and he's like him and i we've done one or two things together before like where we get along quite well so i'm like yeah do you want to try making a music video i don't think he's done it before as well He's like, "Huh, कर देते हैं." So let's try. Huh, कर देते हैं. That's the way you want to hear. You're like, "Could you do this?" Yeah, yeah. why not? <laughs> do it. All right, exciting, exciting, exciting. Where do we? Uh, we should subscribe to your Instagram, and that's where we'll find it. The yeah. video and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Instagram and then Spotify is just Asteria. Okay. So Spotify is just Asteria. I'll also just send me links. I'll put up the links. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll put up the links. Asteria, Kazi, Salaam alaikum. <laughs> <laughs>